the Recruitment Roundup with Harrington Star. This is our one podcast a week where we talk about us and our passion for great recruitment. Five days a week, we shine a light on the individuals making waves in the world of fintech. And on a Sunday, we bring you the Recruitment Roundup. Today is a special Recruitment Roundup because we have our Head of Marketing here with us, uh, Scott Richardson. Scott, thank you so much for joining me today. My pleasure. Lovely to be back. Yeah, it's great to have you back. So I've got a good theme for us to talk through today, and the theme is trends. Um, and the reason why I thought about this one is because I've been doing, having loads of conversations and doing lots of reading, and the reading that I've seen and articles that I've read um, across LinkedIn and other media channels this week have all been around consumer trends, which very much links to marketing trends, PR trends. With regards to the trends that people are talking about within fintech at the moment, is stuff that we can all relate to. So embedded banking in our consumer products, frictionless payments, ease of consumer and customer experience, this product focus. And look, for us from a recruitment and people perspective, that's incredibly important because when we're talking about the fintech community, we talk a lot about innovation too. And that can be trend setting. You know, like when we think about identifying the underbanked or the untapped markets, that is a trend of fintech. But there's lots of nuances around this, this sort of trend way of thinking, good and bad. I wanted to hear your thoughts on it from your perspective. Yeah, it is really interesting. I think like when, when people think of trends, like off the bat, you're probably thinking of marketing. Like it's the it's a kind of the age old adage from, you know, CEOs around the world is, you know, how can we go viral, for example? And it's like, well, you know that that's that's taking one that element of it and the kind of social media side and and looking for that kind of explosive post or 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 comment or whatever it is it's going to get you get you kind of seen and, and visible and stuff out there but without really thinking like what goes into you know for example a viral post um and it is indicative of of, of the market today i think you know, those posts that we see go viral are either something that's never been seen before or more often than not, something that just relates so well to to the person watching it or viewing it or reading it or, or whatever it is, that it's like this one comment can speak to everyone individually. And I think that's what you're saying now, like you say, with kind of open banking, the, 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 the way fintech is kind of approaching their, their customers is not what probably would happen in years past where banks are going well this is our new offer you either like it or you don't or this is how we're going to work and that's going to dictate how our customers behave it's now going the other way where they are going to the customers they're finding out what are your biggest pain points you know how do you want to do this and and acting accordingly which is why you know we're seeing such a, a complete shift and turnaround in, in what was always traditionally a, a very kind of old stagnant industry is now probably one of the more kind of exciting and, and kind of changeable changeable industries to, to be involved in. And, and, you know, when you're talking change, you're talking trends um, yeah. to, to start off, I guess. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, this is what I love about being part of the, the world of fintech because it does incorporate so many different things. It can mean so much to so many different people, but you know, this concept that you've just said of change and trends, um, it, for me, it is about trend setting. And you know, a big part of that is the, the rebranding of what people perceive as financial services technology. You know, like exactly what you just touched upon then, you know, the, the sort of old, old school banking that was 
exclusive you know it was it was actually to exclude the majority of people whereas Mm -hmm. you've just said now it's about it's about the consumer and the customer and going out to them and understanding what is it that you want when we talk about you know the workplace environment it's about understanding everybody's individualism and what they need within the workplace and which is why it's so interesting to me that this week um google could be uh trendsetting themselves um (laughs) by saying they're going to reduce people's pay for working from home, which seems really odd to me when we're in a world of uh, wanting to identify how to build people up for the, to be the best versions of themselves and build people up to be you know, best, best set up for success. And that, that to me goes all the way through to the consumer and the, the customer in terms of what it is that they want. Um, what are your thoughts? Well, I think for, especially from like a recruitment point of view, we would look at a market as being either sort of job or client led or candidate led and what we're kind of seeing in in the wider world is actually things are becoming much more consumer led but whereas in recruitment the 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 candidate more often than not knows the the kind of the power they have in the in the process in terms of you know now we're seeing you know every candidate that we work with is working with two three four opportunities and oftentimes we'll be having one two or three offers on the table before they've even engaged with another company but just want to keep their options open and that's what the power of the consumer has is that actually you know you may well be working for google but you've got the power in your hands to take your skills elsewhere if you're not happy with you know the way it's happening but it's, it's as if people the, the 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 employee doesn't really have that that understanding of the power that they hold in their hands to you know we're not talking you know revolutionary um, you know going on strike and and kicking off but this is an example of, of consumers probably accepting what they've been given and the hand they've been dealt with for the last 30 40 years mm-hmm. and, and just rolling with it and you know like we say if if before it used to be the banks that had that would dictate how you banked they realized that of that's that was only affecting like a really small part of the 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 pie chart and they had that entire kind of two-thirds of the pie chart which was almost an untapped like say underbanked resource Mm -hmm. the same thing goes for employees the same thing goes for you know any kind of talent is is that you know you you shouldn't be dictated to as to how you should work why you should be working there and, and what you've got to be looking at what's in it for for me and that kind of not selfish but you've got an opportunity there to work for google great but if it's going to mean that you're going to be earning you know 10 15 grand less than if you were to take your skills to a startup or a different agency but it's some somewhere someone who's going to listen to you and allow you to to kind of flourish and maximize your potential then then that's got to be the 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 choice and and it's probably something that the the Googles of the of the world haven't quite realized yet that you can't just dictate. We're in a consumer-led market in every facet of the of the of the world at the moment. And um it is kind of that sort of understanding of the power at the fingertips of of the of the everyman or woman that's gonna that's gonna make the difference, I would say. Yeah, a hundred percent. And you know what's been really interesting is I've seen this within my the conversations that I've had this week. So there's two podcasts I wanted just to talk about. Um, and one I did with the Associate Director of Fleishman Hillard, which is a, a PR agency. Um, mm-hmm. And her name was Gemma Lingham. 
And what she spoke about on the Women of Fintech podcast was that they are working so hard to debunk the myths about the fintech community. So they're trying to de demystify big nebulous terms. You know, when people say, right, uh, you know, we're focused on the digitalization of cash. Well, mm. what actually does that mean to people that, that aren't within financial services or fintech? And if we're talking about the power of the individual within our marketplace, um, I think we've got to be really um, aware that everyone is talking about this war on talent, which we all know, I don't like that phrase, yeah. but um, you know what they actually mean is that we are looking to attract people from other industries to the fintech space because it is growing so phenomenally. Why is it growing? Because we are focusing much, much more on the consumer and the customer and what they specifically need, and we're tailoring things to their needs. We therefore need to tailor our environments to the needs of the people that we're trying to attract. To do that, Gemma Lingham and her colleagues at Fleishman Hillard and, and us by doing this podcast series and many others are trying to showcase what it's really like to work within the fintech community and not that, that it is an environment that people expect of the 1960s banks or yeah. of Google of 2021. Yeah. You know? But actually that you know we, we, we are building environments where people will feel included in all sense of in sense of that word. And I think that one of the things that she spoke about is how that they have overhauled their talent and supplier policies. They've reduced bias within their business um, and not just bias training, but they have ensured that this is within their DNA every single day. And a great example of that is that, um, that they as a business have voluntarily reported the gender pay gap this year and last year. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, that they are putting actions behind their words of ensuring that they are truly including everybody and everybody's wants, needs and wishes. Um, so much so, they're the only PR agency to have been accredited um, by EY um, for their DE&I policies um, and, and now have this accreditation uh, from the national equality standard so it's it's really really good stuff but stuff that people wouldn't be aware of um, and we've got to really really try and supersede the big media articles around you know google reducing people's pay mm. and actually try and get people to see what 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 fintechs are doing at the moment to try and make it much more of an attractive proposition career-wise people-wise inclusion-wise um it's, another it's example down. Oh, sorry, no, yeah, I was going to say it's the old um, yeah. sort of Simon Sinek uh, video that we were reminded of this week by one of our consultants, uh, Stevie Turkington, who's out in Belfast. But it's it's not the how or or the the kind of what, the what you do. It's it's the why the why that makes such a difference. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's the companies that, that can really sort of rise that why and and you know what that what they're going to be able to do for you that, that are going to be the, the successful ones in the future not that we're saying google aren't successful but it, yeah. it, you know we've seen it happen that the businesses have lost the kind of the faith of their of their own employees and and have suffered the consequence and and then there was um another podcast that i recorded which um which is one that is really linked to what we're saying so i hadn't heard of the company tap tap send but they are doing fantastic things and i just want to draw a bit of attention to them so i spoke to one of their program managers um erica santos and tap tap send serve immigrant communities by helping them with their most important financial needs. So first and foremost, that's about sending money to friends and family back home. But actually, it's about pursuing lower costs, reduction of delays, increasing convenience. 
this is what we talk about when we're saying the untapped or the underserved. Mm. Um, and this is this is actually when we think about payments, it's not just about embedded payments when I finish a transaction at House of Fraser, you know, yeah. it's 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 actually about tran- the transfer of money across across borders and the delay associated with that, the inconvenience associated with that. And a company like TapTapSend are dedicated to, to erasing that delay and to increasing convenience. But I thought what was really interesting is that Erica Santos was telling us about how they are so, so inclusive because they know oh. that their mission has to be lived. It can't just be that they say this is what they do as a business, but they don't look after their staff to that sort of level. And that's when when I talk about how do we walk the talk, it's about how do we really put our money where our mouth is? How do we ensure that there is action behind the words that we talk? And so when I look at the trends that are going on in the marketplace at the moment, where we're talking about frictionless payments, yes, that is a huge trend at the moment. Um, us, Each of us being consumers and wanting to to spend our money in, or save our money or transfer our money in the, in, with, with the most ease, 100%, but it's not just about us. It's about, it's about where those payments are going globally and who else across the globe are, are, are part of that consumer network. Mm. And apologies that Ted has been so vocal. I was, I was going to say, I'm just glad he, glad he agreed with it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's very passionate about fintech. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a future consumer right there, isn't it? So. Yeah, absolutely. So what else has been happening, Scott? We've been doing loads um, to reach out to, I suppose, our customers and consumers through all your marketing. Yeah, yeah. So as I'm sure you're aware, the, the, the magazine's been out for a couple of weeks now. So that's been getting some great traction. The, the, one of the kind of the flagship articles we've got in there is our, our seven habits, um, the seven habits of highly effective leaders that was was put in by our, our friends the the realization group and, and Colin Slight. We've we've got the follow-up webinar to that coming up on Wednesday next week, which will be the eighteenth. Uh, so that you know you can you can find out about that just by heading to the Harrington Star LinkedIn pages. There's plenty of kind of content around around that article and, and what the webinar is gonna include we've got a great panel for it and and you know registration is free so it'd be great to see plenty of people coming in for that and then we're just kind of starting to get together uh, the, the the kind of the ideas around our um, ultimate fintech workplace awards that we hold, host at the, the the end of every year um, that coincides with our, our last magazine of the of the year as well so that's starting to, to build some traction and get really exciting so yeah it's, it's all systems go fintech focus tv carries on we, we've we've got another short break at the moment but we've got some great guests lined up for some some brand new interviews coming up in the next couple of weeks so watch this space for that and and yeah it's um it's all all, all, all roads lead to lead to rome at the moment we i think we're, we're really excited about where our our marketing's going and we've got some new ideas to, to to bring up as well and just yeah really really exciting place to be at the moment from a from a marketing perspective anyway yeah absolutely and i think it's been so such good work that you've been doing i mean i think our last magazine was our best i think they're just getting better and better um the amount of content that we're sharing um within the magazines within our podcast like like the whole of your team it's been absolutely brilliant working with you all because I, I genuinely feel that we are changing the perception um of the fintech space by everything that we're producing and as recruiters this is our responsibility like it isn't just making that one placement for me it's about um attracting people generally attracting people to our industry so that we can make and help people find the best their best new members of staff to really 
achieve the goals that they that they've set out to achieve by building their businesses i think that's that's where it's really exciting is it's not just us saying you know fintech's a great uh, financial technology is a great space to work in it's us giving the platform for all of our our audience our network to say it themselves you know, it's, it, it, there's not a lot of us kind of sitting there doing what we're doing now in terms of saying, you know, come and work with us, come and let us show you. It's it's our network, the 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 ones who are saying, yeah, this is what we do personally. This is what what we're excited about our industry, and it's everyone working together. It's that truly kind of consumer and and customer led approach that that is, is I think just the most exciting and kind of gratifying thing about modern day marketing is is it's not you're not looking at kind of flashy advertising slogans or you know like there's still a there's still a space for creativity but the the most effective message is the one that comes from comes from those in that in 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 that situation themselves which is what what we're really pleased and excited about sharing yeah absolutely really exciting times well thank you for joining me this week and talking about trends and consumer products and all the different ways that we've discussed trends today and i'm sure that you'll be back with us again soon um, fingers, it's been a pleasure fingers crossed nadia i'd love love being here love love a chance to get on my high horse and, <laughs> and spread the good word <laughs> and and like i say all, all we all we look for and, and hope for is that, that our listeners are enjoying the enjoying the series and and you know, if, we, if you agree or disagree, please do let us know. Um, the best way to do that is by, you know, leaving us a review and, and hopefully it is positive. And, and if there's stuff there that you want to spread the good word, please, yeah, uh, leave a leave a five-star review if you like what you hear uh, and, yeah, share it with all, all who you think might enjoy it. So, yeah, look forward to being back. Look forward to, to hearing the next next edition where I'm sure Toby will be correcting all the things I've said and <laughs> I've said wrong. And, yeah, look forward to, look forward to being back in, in my own capacity as well. Thanks, Scott. Thanks, Thanks everyone. Guys. Speak to you soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>